apocalypse, Mr. Bandai. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. We're going back in time to Darkseid's Couch favorite era, the 90s, to read everyone's favorite comic book, Cable from Marvel Comics. I'm Mike. This is James. I'm Shay. You know what, guys? I'm starting to think that's not what that says. No. Wait Wait a Look minute. At... Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Harris oh. Comics. Wait. But, Kane? But... It says Kane, not no. Cable. Nuh-uh. Cable's a Marvel comic. Right. That's uh, So that's not Harris, what we're doing. But... I, I totally thought that the Harris logo was just some new Marvels thing that they did in the 90s that I did not know about. Now, huh. keep, keep in mind, I actually don't l- read words. I just look at the font and the typeface. Wait a minute. And that's clearly Cable's font and typeface. It is. And look, he's a, he's a, he's a guy in a, in a trench coat, and he's got, his eyes are kind of obscured, and he's got a big yeah. robo gun. Yeah. He's mostly metal, it looks like. Yeah, right? Look at him. I'm no big city lawyer, but, but this is clearly Cable. Look, the, ca- the comic book comes with a card? Yeah. Huh? Every issue of Cable came with a collectible 90s card. All right. Who else did that? Uh, apparently nobody else. I guess Harris Comics. It looks like, so Harris Comics looks like they just took a Cable cover from Marvel Comics in the mm-hmm. 90s and just like, copy this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so we're having a little fun. Have a little fun at Harris Comics' expense. But yeah, this is clearly a ripoff of Cable, and uh, or at least on the cover, at least the way it's presented is meant to be a rip on Cable. There's there's no doubt about this, right? Is this, is this, is this like a be. is it like a homage? Does this is done on purpose? I think it's done on purpose, and it it's not an homage as much as they're just trying to copy off of it. And also, Kane would be pretty much right after Cable on the rack. So this book debuted in may 1993 which is the same month as the first issue of cable's solo series huh and cable did have a mini series the year before in 92 but it did use the same logo all right so i i it seems like an awful big coincidence that they would launch this this same month that cable launched his ongoing monthly it's like when they make those movies, like when Transformers comes out, they're called Transmorphers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those, yeah. We have, we have Transformers at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this came up on the wheel. Uh, we've never looked at a Harris Comics book or Harris, Harris publication. I looked on their wiki page. This isn't even listed on there. They don't even mention this book, all right? <laughs> oh. Harris Comics is most known for publishing Vampirella for a while. That's kind of the only oh. thing they were really yeah. who, does, who does that now? Dynamite? Maybe dark, dynamite or dark horse, or boom or, or boom. Exp- yeah, one of those one of those explosive titles. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, this is uh, Kane issue one from 1993. It doesn't seem to have a title. I can't find a title. I can't find any discussion about this comic period. Uh, written by a guy named David Quinn, who did some Doctor Strange and Lady Death stuff. That's kind of like his biggest notes. Uh, art by Hannibal King and Matt Banning. Um, I also want to note the cover, though, because it's by, by uh, Brian Stillfreeze, who I know primarily from all the covers he painted for Shadow of the Bat in the 90s. Mm. Y'all remember that? Yeah, those beautiful painted Batman covers. Um, this is clearly his masterpiece here. Uh, <laughs> Kane. So Kane uh, looks like Zen the Intergalactic Ninja, if you remember who that is. He's oh, got... that's... Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I looked at him, and I thought, 
this is like when a teenage boy takes something that he likes and goes like, I want to make it more badass. So like yeah. he saw a picture of Cable and decided he needs like a giant gun and like shredded. But Cable does have a giant gun and he is shredded. And he is badass. That's right. And sometimes yeah. oh, sorry, I, I should have included the word more. Yeah. Like he needs a bigger gun and to be more yeah. shredded. Yeah, they, Harris Comics stole my notebook from when I was 10 years old, for sure. I'm going to say that, though, that Kane is way less cool than Cable. What? Well, yes. I mean, you know, I guess it's a hor- horses for courses or whatever. He's trying <laughs> too hard. Um, yeah, Kane is like, he's the type of superhero type character you see used advertising mac and cheese and ads for good comics. Remember all that? When like, they would have like, you'd read the ads in the comics and they'd have like other like off-brand superheroes to advertise their products. Oh, yeah, lots of Stingray selling shit. Yeah, well, he had to pay the bills. Stingray selling Stingrays. Yeah, I mean, the advertising sorts itself out. This is also another character with an exposed brain mm-hmm. at times. When he takes off his, ma- he has a MAGA cap, and when he takes that off from time to time, he sees brain. There are no monkeys in suits, though. No monkeys in suits. I mean, except for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had Brain from the Brotherhood of Evil. We had the Brain mm-hmm. Emperor from the Mighty Crusaders. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Dr. Bad Vibes from Cops. Oh, yeah, Bad yes. Vibes. He, yeah, yes. he definitely had his exposed brain. Is there a tactical advantage here? Is it like cleavage when you have your brain exposed? Like, what is I this? Guess, I guess if you're, uh, you're upgrading your brain quite mm-hmm. a bit, mm-hmm. I imagine it would make sense to have easy access to it. Why does it need to be a tr- transparent dome, though? Like... You 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 think you wouldn't want to expose that? Uh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, and some of them just the brain gets so big that it's it's bigger than the skull now. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you gotta wear a special hat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess we should describe his look here because he also looks different on the cover than in the book. So I, uh, it makes mm-hmm. me wonder if maybe they redesigned him or or this was based on early designs or something. Because yeah, he's blue. Here he's blue. He's all blue head to toe. Um. He's got kind of like, he's almost like Colossus's body, like Colossus with a little bit of cable in the body, but then they gave him a trench coat and like uh, what, what we'll see in the book is a red hat. Right now it's just, you can't really make out the color. I guess it's dark. Yeah. And he's got, he got green slacks. He's no, green they're, slacks. they're army pants. Oh, okay. And it looks like army sense. boots. He's kind of wearing Rorschach's outerwear and uh, he stole Cable's gimmick, and he kind of looks like Colossus and Zen the Intergalactic Warrior, a little bit of that in there. And he's got big circle glasses. I don't know why they thought this was... So this got... Anyone want to take a guess about how long this comic book lasted? One issue. Shay, what do you think? Three. Uh, I made it to two. It made, uh-huh, it made yeah, it to two with like a five month month gap between the two of them. We we yeah. I guess we really like books with uh, that only make it to two issues. We like Brother Power. We like the Cougar. Why the fuck did I throw this? I don't know on the list. I what think, made me do this? I, I think when we get there, I think I know what it is. I think I know what what compelled you to this. We'll get to that. Apparently, there was also some like contest where you're supposed to piece together clues in the first four issues to figure out who his enemy was, and then you mailed it in and you got like a signed copy of the comic but it never got beyond the second issue anyway so we never found out who actually is his enemy then i guess not it's like that atari contest yeah 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 if you go back and listen to uh oh my god what was that called uh uh water world or water yeah episode. water yeah find water out all world. about that yeah that was interesting you think that's why they made the story so hard to follow this was because- baffling 
Because they didn't want anyone to win the contest because they didn't actually have any prizes. We, actually, yeah. we don't have any of those comics. We only printed enough to sell. We don't have any promotional ones. Like in the last issue, the bad guy turns out to be a brand new character that no one ever like, referred to. Phew. I wonder what Dodge landfill is full of this comic. Because you know they I, didn't recycle. I honestly don't know that they necessarily printed that many. I don't know. It's, it's definitely not a, it's not a winner. It is absolutely baffling. The first read-through, I literally didn't know if the pages were stabled wrong. I I, I don't know what happened. Um, this is a so right here. There's a problem right here with the, with the uh, the comic book. Mm-hmm. It explains what the comic book kind of is, and then what the contest is, and then all the information about the publishing company. Can you fucking read any of that? It's no. Very, all all the uh, indicia is that what it's called is all very poorly collated. Um, it, like why do they put all those shapes and shit brightly colored in the background to obscure everything? It may be part of the clue. Look, it says it says look at the read the clues on this page in Kane one through four. So it might have to do with this confusing colorful background, this like barfy background of cogs and shit. I can't even read the the text. Well, you know, I guess maybe you need young eyes. You need to be a youngin. You can't have old man boomer eyes trying to read this stuff. Oh, my God. I have boomer eyes. You're too boomer for comic books now for these extreme comics, Grandpa. Bro, I got too boomer for comics when I turned, like, 18. Yeah, that's actually kind of true, yeah. That is about the time where I I jumped off Even that's pushing it. That's pushing it. I I read comics religiously until I was about 18, and I took a couple years off, and I would only read pretentious indie books. And it, it was a few years before I got back into superhero stuff. Uh, because those are better. Fucking pretentious indie books are great. Pretentious indie books are pretty great. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I have a healthy mix now. There you go. All right, um, let's get into whatever this is, if if we really All have right. nothing else to do. All right, so I'm going to try my best to not make Donald Trump references for Shay's sake. It's going to be very hard. I actually, after finishing this uh, comic, I made sure to make a mental note of you got to accept how political this is going to get. So I, I am going to hold back as much as possible. Again, he's wearing a red ball cap. And I mean, mm-hmm. is this just like something that Republicans gravitate towards is red oh, ball caps? Uh, spoiler alert. He's very clearly a Republican. Well, he's a Reaganite. He makes many, yeah. he makes many mentions to it. And I can't tell if it's trying to be ironic or if I, I don't know what the point of this book is. Well, and, he is the, uh, uh, the, the main character. Yeah, yeah right. but I, I read this and I could not tell if it was pro-conservative or anti-conservative. I think it was, I think like real life, they were just going for what is. Yeah, just, well, I mean, you still need to define your character. You can't just, like, you can't have them say very heavy-handed things and figure, like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure that makes sense later. Like, we need to know where he's going. And it feels I don't like think, they didn't I, know. I, I, I don't think they went through that process. No, I think they may have been writing this one panel at a time. They're like, there's someone like the 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 publisher is like behind him going, why did you promise these fucking kids a prize? <laughs> like, I don't I don't have any prizes. And he's just writing a story. He goes, make it more confusing. Uh, I don't want them guessing shit. Why did I let you do this without an editor? This is like this is like like a, a jazz combo, just improvising, and you can't go back and change things. You just have to whatever you did is is what you did, and then you have to build on that. And it feels like they never were able to go back and make any changes. So uh, there was another confusing comic book I liked when I was really young, uh, made by a company called Mirage. They made the original yeah, the Ninja Turtle comics. They they published a comic book called The Puma Blues, right? Hmm. And it was like people rave about about how brilliant it is, but it's just as confusing as this comic. 
So huh. Maybe because it was in black and white, they thought it was artsy, but it is a that, very confusing story. Well, the artwork is beautiful in that. Though. It is. The Puma Blues is an awesome comic book. I just don't expect it to make any fucking sense, yeah. and they never finished it. No. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. have to look into that. That is intriguing. Comic book Dude, blue I, balls. I, I think I have it somewhere if you want to borrow it. Yeah, yeah. Might have to look into that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I probably heard of it at some point, but I never thought to look into it. So now I'll leave that tab open. Like all the other tabs I leave open, and I definitely get around to. You're right. All right. So as for Kane, uh, this book opens, and I guess a bunch of people are at a, at a John Lennon memorial. Is that mm-hmm. what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And uh, Kane is he's, because he's being me tooed for beating his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, well, this was in 1993. Did we know what a piece of shit John Lennon was? We did, didn't we? We already knew. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think they knew always. It's just, just back people then, don't get care. Away with that shit. Yeah, yeah. It took a while. Can we can we retroactively me too John Lennon? Yes, now? we can. We can, we can yes, we exhume can exhume him and me too him. I mean, we did it to Columbus. Oh uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> we can't I think that. those are two kind of different situations. I don't know. They both suck. All right. Well, you know, it was it was the it was the style at the time. Which was the style <laughs> at the time? It's to steal property and and take people's rights and you know, yeah, all the good all the good shit that founded pieces this, this country. Sh- pieces of shit. All right. Um. So these people are chanting, and Kane is hanging out in the crowd, and he's he's looking for somebody in the crowd, I guess. Right? They're singing uh, John Lennon, Give Peace a Chance, and but, but he's also uh, in his head talking shit about John Lennon and that song. Yes. And uh, what a hypocrite. What a hypocrite John Lennon is, and what a hypocrite everyone at this rally is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so far he's spitting fire. <laughs> yeah, and he tries to based. say that John Lennon was just mocking them, that he wasn't Right, actually... and he was. Yes. I... I... I don't know that John I believe Len- that John, John Lennon lived in a giant mansion, bro. No, I'm not saying he was. I'm not saying he wasn't a hypocrite. I'm saying that I don't. I think he believed that he lived this way. I don't think John, he was saying it to mock people. John Lennon lived in a hotel. He was Did killed he out in front of died? it, or, or no, an no, apartment no. building, he, or whatever. No, he. It was his house. He was killed outside his no, house. No, he wasn't. I right, guarantee. Whatever, I look care. it up. All right, I believe yeah, you. He we was, don't have to look it up. He was out that night from the hotel. I do remember because I watched that movie, that unauthorized, was it John and Paul movie they made on VH1 in like 1998 or whatever? It Where it was like, what if they lived? Or it what was, if he lived? No, nah, it, was, it was what if uh, they got together. It was rumored, I don't know if it was ever confirmed, that Paul McCartney went to visit John Lennon uh, like right before he died. And like it was speculating, oh, imagine what happened that night. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, so... But just this list sat back to back and jacked each other yep. off. Well, they didn't have any of the music rights, so they like they had they show them jamming, but they can only play like old public domain folk songs and stuff. Maybe maybe that's what the, what they were doing is they had a secret meeting with Michael Jackson, and he like Michael Jackson slithered out of the shadows. Gentlemen, mm-hmm. I, I understand that you want your music back. <laughs> well, in fairness, my understanding is Michael Jackson bought the rights to the Beatles catalog so that it couldn't be bought by like a corporation and used in commercials and such. Like, that my understanding, dude, too, is actually trying to protect it. That dude built a carnival in his backyard to molest children. I'm, I'm I, not going to believe he did anything good in his entire This is a hot-button issue because I still, to this day, I don't believe they've ever found any evidence. I mean, I mean, the big carnival meant for kids to attract kids. That's was, not it, inherently, it doesn't necessarily make you a child molester, it just makes you weird. That's yeah, right. You know, a super weird child molester. Yeah, not every weird person is a child molester. Why are we having this? How are we having this conversation? How are you giving me shit on this? Not every weirdo is a child molester. 
Sometimes the most logical answer is the correct one. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes when you have someone like Michael Jackson who exists on a level of popularity that basically hadn't been known since Jesus, maybe it fucks with your head a little bit and you do things that are a little weird but not necessarily child molesty. And then he faked his death to go live on Epstein's Island. Well, that definitely happened. But the Beatles were bigger. Like They had a huge thing before Michael Jackson and they didn't molest kids. Yeah, they uh, did. They just called a date a teenager back then. Yeah. Yeah. But I. But that's. I, I'm. I am. In, I am parsing hairs right now. I am not saying it was okay or anything. But uh, in terms of what Michael Jackson is accused of and dating a 16 year old, there's a legal difference. Well, as as Paul McCartney said, uh, she was just 17. You know what I mean. Oh yeah, no. Again, not okay. Uh, he's not British, okay though. at all. That is that is definitely taking advantage of a young girl and very gross. Age mm. of consent in England is like fifteen. Yeah, it was, it was fine. She was an old maid at that point. He was, that doesn't he was doing make her a it favor. okay. I mean, the British think it's okay. It's but that doesn't make it okay. It's twelve in Japan. It's just us. We're a bunch of prudes. That's all. That's right. Get over Maybe it. Maybe don't say We're that a... after it's 12 in Japan. We're all a bunch of canes. I'm not Japanese. I'm not going to judge an entire nation for their decisions. No, I, I haven't been part of that culture. Well, no, let, let me rephrase that. I'm going to judge this decision on, on behalf of the entire country. I'm not going to mm-hmm. like, oh, all of Japan is fucked. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it I do is. judge it because that is something. But I know not like every person supports it. Okay, page two. Moving on. Uh, we got all the child molester talk out. Well, it, depends, it depends what Kane does next. <laughs> all right. Uh, so anyway, he finds this dude in the audience, uh, in the crowd, Alexander Jurgen, who's yeah, uh, he, he's like a scientist who uh, escaped uh, to the United States to get yeah. away from terrible communism. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. some uh, Operation Paperclip shit. And uh, so Jurgen uh, is approached by Kane and believes that Kane is going to kill him. Right. But instead, a, a tiny little satellite pops out of his MAGA cap. Right, and it blinds him, and he goes, make America great again, and then shoots him with a trank. <laughs> nope, that is not what happened. Uh, instead, he also pulls out a gun. I don't know why he pulled out the, the satellite. It's a, Oh, it's a light. It's like, yeah, it's like a little lamp. Yeah, he's there to um, blind him. Yeah, so his hat opens up. I guess it's like a metal hat. It's... <gasps> he's Inspector Gadget, guys. Yeah, yeah he is. He's he is Cable Gadget. mixed with Inspector Gadget, the trench coat. The hat. He's Inspector Q. (laughs) (laughs) That big old Q on his chest. Uh, He is trying to come up with a superhero name through this whole thing. So yeah, Q Q Man would have been a great one. What if like every time he does anything, he pulls like he just he just uh, uh, yells out like Trump slogans right before he does anything. (laughs) But but years before, and Trump and Trump's in the background, and he hears him, he's writing him down. Yeah, right. You guys, ideas from this dude. Like, oh man, this guy's this guy's in big fire. In, in big letters on his notebook, written in crayon, it says "red <laughs> hats." <laughs> Got Cons- it. Conservatives love red hats. <laughs> Make them in China. It's cheaper that way. Right, and here the uh, the you could see the uh, Russian scientist turns into one of the guys from the Bee Gees. <laughs> he does. He does turn into uh, what's his name? Even I forgot the Bee Gees guy's name. Uh, I don't know. Very oh, good. Uh, Very stay, good. Uh, staying alive. Staying Alive Man, uh, which is, that's a dark song. We've talked a little about Saturday Night Fever and how that's a dark, dark movie. Uh, right, it, was, it was on my list, and then you told me what happens in the movie, and then I removed it from my yeah, list. If you think Saturday Night, if you're like most Americans and you thought Saturday Night Fever was a lighthearted movie about disco, go read nah. the wiki write-up of it. I'm not going to say anything, but just go read the synopsis of that movie. You can anyway. pause and, and come back. 
No, don't Do you, pause. You might not. You might not remember to come back. Just leave it playing. Do you guys ever hear of an Al Pacino movie called Cruisin'? <laughs> God. Is it about what it sounds like? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes, it is. No. Uh, from what I I haven't like watched it. I just like saw a bunch of clips of it, and that movie looks fucking insane. I'm really right. excited to see it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to applaud our restraint in not saying what these movies are about. There's a scene where oh, he's great. in front of his mirror, and he's got he's doing shoulder presses with a barbell, and Al Pacino's every, every rep he does, he goes, yes, yes. Well, yeah, that's what I do. It's pretty yeah. amazing. I for that. You got to oh. let it out. Yeah, yeah you got to let it out. You're right. You get bigger pumps. Yeah, yeah. It's all about getting that pump. Um, so then it turns out that Kane wasn't trying to kill this Jurgen guy at all. He was trying to kill the giant vampire bad rat that was sneaking up behind him. Right. And I guess and he, he can uh, uh, morph his gun. Yeah, his gun kind of like comes apart automatically and, and kind of rebuilds itself. Not unlike uh, Bloodsport and Suicide Squad. I was just about to say, we were talking about Suicide Squad mm-hmm. uh prior to recording and that's another thing about comic book movies that i'm getting oh, tired oh, of for fuck's sake their right. masks and their weapons just appearing out of nowhere okay we got to limit what? our suicide uh squad talk though that's because the problem like... I, that's the problem i have with like every superhero movie now is the, the, like their masks their masks aren't real they like they like turn into nothing and then come back if that existed in those in that world, I don't think they'd have any problems. But this is exactly the opposite with Bloodsport. All the components of his weapons are on his body. Like that's, guys, it's still within spoiler alert territory. How is, that's not a spoiler. Uh, that was in the, in the interviews. That's in the trailer, dude. That's in the okay. Trailer. If that's in the trailer, cool. I don't remember the trailer it's, slash. I only watched one on purpose. But it just we got to be careful what we say and limit the talk. Uh, well, I don't care. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah, you for it. Whatever. Don't want, Spo- don't want too much. Don't want too much talking in this podcast here. Spoiler alert, I was the last person in America to see this movie. Yep, that's true. So anyway, and also James Gunn talked about that in an interview like three months ago. Anyway, uh, moving on. So he kills this rat. He overkills it, completely just showing off, peacocking, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he he gives a trank dart to this Jurgen guy because I guess he's he's actually been assigned to protect this guy, not assassinate him. And he's like, sleep well, snowflake. And he does. He has the best sleep of his life. Mm Mm-hmm. So then we see him take off his cybernetic cap for some reason, and we see that he has an exposed brain under a dome. Yeah, right. Because he's a he's a cyborg. Yeah, he's a cyborg robot man uh, from the future, I guess, or maybe not from the future. I don't know. It's not clear. Uh, is Cable a cyborg, or is he no. like? I thought he had a disease that yeah, made, he has like made a techno. His... He has like a techno virus. Yeah. Oh, so it, like it just tr- it turns him into a robot. Yeah, he's okay. gradually becoming a robot. Yeah. Okay. As as we all are. As we all finally. Oh, God, yeah, I've been waiting for this ever right. since I read my first Cable comic book. All right, we gotta we gotta prepare for the Anunnaki to return. I have to say, I never read the Cable. <laughs> all right, uh, I gotta look that up later. Uh, I never read Cable comics, but I have nostalgia for them because they were always there when I was like picking through used comic book boxes. And there's like they were so exciting on the cover, and I'm sure they were garbage, but like they always seemed to me like they would be very exciting if I ever ventured into reading them. I uh, there was a big uh, '90s X-Men crossover extravaganza back when they were rare, you know, and yeah. they didn't happen constantly. It was called the Executioner's Song, and it was about yeah, it was a it was basically a giant cable story with yeah. all the X-Men and X-Men related characters thrown into it. Mm-hmm. I would always get like ra- I never had the whole uh, set. I you just couldn't. had. 
I was always had random ones. It was right? impossible. Yeah. Right. And so when I think of cable, I think of that. I think of just like having this incomplete story. And that's why I didn't read many X-Men books is because they all came off to me like impenetrable. Like you would have to read 50 other comic books to understand yep. what was going on. And every time I wound up with like an X-Men comic or like a weird random issue of Excalibur or something, I had no idea what was going on. Right. You needed yeah. 20 years of continuity. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough. You needed Claremont to come in there and explain everything in every panel for you. There's a there's a downside to having one person being control of most of your stories that you have for mm -hmm. your comic book company is just like... Like, man, that is because he's just going to have it keep going. He's never yeah. going to like reset it and come up with new stories. He's going to have yeah. just this one Marvel Universe story that he's been telling. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he takes so Kane takes this Jurgen guy and he starts complaining about all the hippies. He calls them Jesus booted. I don't know what that means. Granola munching. Well, then he says a, a slur I'm not going to repeat. Uh, got a little problematic for a second. Hold on a second. Uh, what did he? What is he call right, right here, he he speaks about a, a term that I would normally hear associated with uh, Middle Eastern That's, peoples, uh, yeah. Islamic people. I really? saw that and got is, confused is, too. Is that what that means? Yeah, I'm I not thought it, say it. I, I thought it meant long-haired hippies. Oh, that could be. That could be. But either way, it, it's. I don't like it. I don't care for this. All right. Well, just in case, since we're 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 not boomer enough to know all the slurs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've we've grown a lot in this podcast. I'm not saying the slurs, even in, even though it's you know it's a given. I don't agree with them regardless, but I won't even say them now. I learned a bunch when I was watching that uh, Clint Eastwood movie Grand Torino. Where he was dropping a bunch. Oh of yeah, hate. he drops all yeah, of hate, them. Some hate slurs against Asians. I'm like, I didn't know those existed. Yeah, and uh, most so of those many. scenes, uh, he didn't realize the camera was rolling. You're right. He was talking mm. to the empty chair because it was Obama. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, though then he kind of pontificates about. Uh, Lenin and saying that he enjoyed uh, Lenin during the uh, happiness is a warm gun era when he thought it was still funny, which yeah, is true. That was it. the superior, superior Lenin era. Let's write us a, a swimming pool is what he would say to Paul McCartney when they started their writing sessions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then he brings Jurgen to a hotel and uh, he's super furious with him because I guess Jurgen just snuck out. He was not supposed to go out. And he went out to enjoy the, the Lenin memorial and he wasn't supposed to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, a cane robs him. Now, here's, okay, now this is confusing. I think what actually happened, so so Kane walks into Jurgen's hotel room and he's lamenting that he, his hotel room isn't nearly as nice. And then there's a confusing panel that I read a couple times where it looks like he's pulling Jurgen's watch off and he says, wear this till I take it off. I think he's actually putting on a, like an explosive oh, watch. Okay. But that's gotcha. not, that doesn't look, the artwork is, doesn't make sense for that at all because that's clearly mm -hmm. the look of somebody pulling something off. I right? thought, yeah, I thought he was pissed. He was like, I'm going to take this guy's watch and write him a nasty note and I'm going to get the fuck out. I read mm -hmm. it five times to understand. So I'm pretty sure he's putting an explosive watch on the guy to, so all that right. he doesn't walk away again. Suicide all Squad right. style again. Yeah. Then it's revealed that he didn't just want to go watch, uh, the or go see the John Lennon Memorial because there are two guards that have been shot in the head. So, so Kane leaves a note behind that we'll see in a moment, and then he goes to leave because his relief is there to keep an eye on Jurgen. But it turns out that the relief, uh, they're not actually the relief. It's uh, two guys who have killed the actual relief. Now you, you think? Uh, with oh, Kane, that's what that meant. Kane mm -hmm. with all his cybernetic enhancements and. Uh, you think he would have a database of? He would know. He would retinal scan yeah, him. Or right. Something. He would retinal scan him or something, because or at least know if this is his operation. Wouldn't he know the guards under his command? Wouldn't he know I, their faces? Yeah. So he complains a lot about his job. Uh, like like most Americans, 
I mean, this guy, this, I'm really relating to this guy. I don't think he's in charge of anything. I think he's a, he's a, he's a lackey. Okay. But like, he's clearly, he clearly should be. He should be. But again, I'm not sure. It seems to be that he works for the U.S. government, but he also is being like hounded by the U.S. government. It doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense here. No. Like, okay, so like later on, yeah, they are chasing him, but because they think uh, he killed the guards and kidnapped. Oh, uh, the, yes, they blame him for his loss. Okay, that's why uh, he's on. That's why he's on the run. Okay, like later so, in the book. Okay, so we'll get to that. Okay, so then these two guys who have uh, killed the actual relief guards, they come in to see Jurgen and they attach, I guess, cybernetic fists so they can yeah. beat him up in they, his sleep. They, yeah, they have robot Hulk hands. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. <laughs> no, they're actually just actual Hulk hands that they spray painted. They still make those sounds. <laughs> yeah, and they beat the piss out of this dude. Yeah, they do. His teeth go flying. It, it looks bad. Uh, do they kill him? I'm not sure. If yeah, they they kill him. They, they kill him. He's yeah. Dead. Well, they like he luckily doesn't feel anything because he's still un- unconscious from the dart. Mm-hmm. Kane did him a solid on that one. Yeah. I know, right. What so a great guy. They yeah, the great guy. And then they leave, and then we see the note that Kane left says something about uh, it, it's like parody lyrics to Lennon's Imagine uh, that says, you know, I I could have blown you up with the uh the the detonator watch if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, okay. Which is what Lennon would say to his wives. Yeah. I could have fucking killed you anytime I wanted to. He loses his British accent. He just starts talking with a redneck American accent all of a sudden. Right. So then we have Kane in his shitty hotel room. I guess we should tell people that he has a southern accent. Uh, Kane? Yes. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Why, why doesn't he? I guess he kind of does. It's kind of hard to tell. That's how I read it. Okay. I could see uh, that. I yeah, could see I, that he has a southern accent. Yeah. I guess I, I think I heard a, like a Boston, New York. Yeah. I mean, are there many Republicans in Boston? Yeah, I thought they all are. So, aren't, right? aren't they all Republicans in Boston? Yeah, well, I think it's the other way around. No, Boston is a Massachusetts Repu- is one of the bluest states in the country. They're all Republicans now. Yeah, well, again, you can't resist that Trump allure. Yeah, they they found out how much money you can make. Yeah, <laughs> if you Trump if you Trump it out. Uh, so anyway, Kane's uh, watching on his TV, and he's watching George Bush, George H.W. Bush, meet with Gorbachev. Right, and he's talking shit. He's talking shit because they're not doing this Reagan style in whatever way. I don't really know what that means. So he's uh, like, they're they're making peace from the Cold War. So he's like, listen to the Gipper. <laughs> okay. Isn't Mitt Romney the senator? Isn't he from Massachusetts? Oh, like uh, originally born in? Like representing? I thought he was born in Mexico. <laughs> that's not a that's not a joke Mitt Romney I think his dad's a Mexican citizen they were part of a, that... a Muslim uh, not a Muslim a, uh, a Mormon sect that escaped to Mexico when they made uh, bigamy illegal yeah they did that's true that's wow. why his father that's why his father couldn't run for president because well, he's because he's from he's born in Mexico well this says he was born in Detroit all right okay. all right um, well that's that's a, that's that's a lie let's see his birth certificate it also said yeah. that he was the <laughs> governor of Massachusetts form. yeah he uh he got them health care all right. Well, he's still a snake. Still a snake. Oh, man. sure. You. Oh my God. There's a lot of great conspiracy theories about him and his dad. The Contra stories and the mm-hmm. the co- the crack epidemic and South Central mm-hmm. and all that. That's mm-hmm. that's Mitt Romney's are, are thick into that shit. All right. Uh. So yeah. Anyway, here. Uh. He's he's watching this conference between uh Bush and Gorbachev. When then a bunch of uh I guess like a strike team of from the FBI breaks into his hotel it looks like uh they squished the guy in front against the door hard enough 
where they all just fell through the door. Yes. Yeah, they didn't mean to, and then they had to pretend like they meant to when they fell through. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. get up. <laughs> they're like, oh, we got gotcha. you, Kane. And Kane's just like, I heard you guys outside because they have robot ears. <laughs> so yeah, so they break in. They call him, they say his code name is Brigade. Yeah, and I guess I guess he has to abandon his code name because he's, he's like, ah, oh, it's Mega Man. <laughs> instead of I like that instead of Mega Man. I like and here that. and here he jizzes out a gun. <laughs> yes, he does. So clearly they didn't know where they were going with this. Like, what's uh, that? Play that that gross sound effect and make it the oh, sound you know of the, what? I the didn't, gun. You know, the right. gun. I, I pulled uh, kind of one of Mike's move where I said I was going to do something and I didn't do it. Uh, um, I did not put I did not put the gross sound in there, but I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna put I'm gonna make a I'm writing a note right now to go add the uh, the gross the gross sound from uh, I think last week in the into the soundboard. So when you listen to this episode, you're gonna hear that nice sound, that nice good sound. All good, right. that's the sound I want to hear of him jizzing. I I promise jizzing guns out. I promise you'll hear that. I cannot promise it, but you might. His gun looks like the alien from Alien. Yeah, yeah. His hand looks uh, very alien-ass, very H.R. Geiger. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, Lovecraft. Yeah. Or that guy who uh, wrote uh, Neuromancer. Oh, uh, I don't know who that was. What's his name? But I know Lovecraft was a problematic guy. Come on, everybody was. I think he Is was... It cons- N- Neuromaster or Necromancer? Neuromancer. It's uh, kind of what The Matrix was based on, sort of. Well, when it wasn't ripping off the Invisibles. <clears throat> Yeah. Anyway, Kane uh, runs for cover. He jumps out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess in the sky, just midair, he starts fighting somebody outside of a helicopter. Like, he's floating in the in the air, despite the fact that he cannot fly. He's floating, mm-hmm. having an, an, air, an air fight. It looks like there were cops floating outside his window. Maybe people could just float in this world. Yeah, sure, yeah. They, they, this is, they, they can establish any universe they want, any reality they like. But if that was the case, why do they need a helicopter? Mm. Oh, yeah, transport stuff. Is one of his hands like a uh, an engine? The big round part at the end? An engine. Like to keep him up in the air. I can't uh, really tell what's happening, honestly. Yeah, it's not clear, the yeah. artwork. Uh, yeah, maybe he has some sort of his hand turns into something that propels him, maybe. It's, it's not terribly clear. So he's jumped out of his window, right? At some police officers who at that moment were leaping out of the helicopter to go through his window. Right. And he meets them halfway. But if you see in the left-hand corner, there's the green smoke from the smoke bomb they threw at him. But look how far away Uh and and a different, like how did they, yeah, like where did he jump? (laughs) Like what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, they're trying to squeeze a little. It's like the editor came in and was like, we got to see the smoke from the gas bombs. And, and there like, you, could, you, could, you could see his like balcony railing yeah. from, from his fire escape. Like Maybe it, I, maybe that's not smoke from the gas bomb and it's smoke from the end of the helicopter. Why would there be smoke from the helicopter? Nothing's happened to it. It's a brand new helicopter. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't know. This is weird. Um, I think this is a bad drawing. All right. So he jumps into the helicopter. He kills some people in the helicopter causes it to crash Mm -hmm. killing everyone who is in the way of the crash helicopter and then as he's falling he says ronald reagan forgive me but damned if i vote republican one more time well he was yelling at the tv when it was bush v gorb and so yeah it's like it's like robo dale gribble (laughs) yes (laughs) even Uh, with the hat that's yeah. who I should have like voiced him as. He should have been voiced by Dale Gribble. Oh, then it all locks into place, and suddenly a great comic book. Oh, that's Shit, a easy, you're that's, right. That's an easy tag. 
<laughs> done. <laughs> oh, yeah. dust your hands. All right, I'll send it to you later tonight, I guess. <laughs> done. Oh, we'll wrap this one up early. <laughs> All right. Well, be, be sure I, to subscribe. I, I, at yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I don't like. I don't like working on this on Sundays. Let's get this done early. Um. And then we cut to a completely different scene that I, I'm not sure if this is a flashback to Kane before he was a robot man or if it's completely unrelated. No, it's right. not because I, I guess I don't know. This is like a fancy club for elite rich people, mm-hmm. uh, Epstein's pals. Yeah. And they're at a fight club where they, you can still wear your jeans and shoes. It's like cockfighting, but instead of chickens, it's men. Yes. Right. So the way that I read this is that it is a flashback to an unrelated piece because they're going to meet up later. We've got two origin stories that are going to have a yes. nexus. This definitely happened in the past. This is true. We'll see why later. So the guy on the right could have been pre-roboticized Kane. That's yeah. what I thought is a possibility. By the way, I did want to say that the Reagan stuff is, I think, maybe why you picked this comic. No. It's just complete coincidence. All right. Well, there you go. I tried my best. I didn't look inside this book until it was time to read it. Okay. Well, I think I, I think I picked this comic early in the early years when we first started, and uh-huh. I was just filling up the list with literally, yeah. if I saw a cover, I just put it on and hoped. So there's some stuff on the wheel that are total like, like terrorists. If, if I don't put things on here, we may not have enough options. And that was my. Got, th- that was kind of my thought. Now we've got just... a ridiculous, a ridiculous amount of comics that we'll never get through. Well, that's because Mike, I think, still feels that way and adds twenty comics a week. Well, now yeah. it's like now I, I have a better idea what the comic is about, and it's like, oh, that'll be a fun episode to do. When we first started, it was literally like, look at the cover, put it on the list. Yep, that was kind of how we that, did it, and that's what this is. And thank God I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's this fight club fight, and one of the guys wins. It doesn't matter who, because we don't know who they are. It yep. looks like it was done in the style of the fights in Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah he does yeah. roundhouse kick him. <laughs> yeah, always a good, always a good option. Yeah, and then we see <laughs> there's my tag: Robo Gribble fighting in Roadhouse. Well, now you said it in the in the episode. And nah, you know, there, my, gonna... my good my good buddy James will edit. That don't out tell for me. It. Don't make it harder for me. That I have to like. Make two different edits depending on what tag you actually end up sending me. <laughs> Fuck, man. Cranking nah. one of these out a week? It's hard nah, enough. No, 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 no. It'll work out. How are we supposed to do our Patreon bonus episodes one day? <laughs> we're going to find time for that. It's called we, ta- we, we take the one we've been given for free. <laughs> yes. Would you guys pay us for a Patreon? Would you guys let us let, let us know if you're going to give us 50 cents for a bonus episode? I've already put that in the show how I don't pay for anything. <laughs> so yeah. that would be, it'd be super hypocritical of me to ask anybody for anything. Yeah, yeah, that's really kind of holding us all back. <laughs> this ain't a free podcast for me. Um, so anyway, uh, so then we see in the audience of this Fight Club thing, there's this empath lady in a superhero. She's wearing kind of like a typical like X-Men kind of costume. Right, and- that's what I thought. I thought they like, because ju- like, yeah. it's a cable comic. Or yeah. Matrixy. Yeah. And I guess she's been feeling the emotions of the fight. And I guess somebody who's maybe running the fight uh, doesn't care for any of this. No, nope. she's having an orgasm. Yeah. yeah. I know I am. I'm jizzing out my guns. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for some reason, they're angry with her for just enjoying the fight too much. I, I don't really understand what they're mad at her for. Um, they're threatening to sue her. Yeah, yeah, which is odd because they're running an illegal fight club. Like, That's really, right. you're gonna sue somebody on this? They said that she, they she overheard their business plans. The like, uh, the 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 fat owner of the club is played by that dude from the Beetlejuice movie. 
<laughs> That's it. Oh, uh, he's dead. He plays the uh, uh, the the house decorator. The psychic. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He was both. He was the psychic and the house decorator. Oh, yeah. He should be sympathetic to this empath. Right. Yeah. right. Again, he's dead. But that's who I would cast. Well, yes. in 1993, he was. Yeah, that's, that's right. In 1993, he was alive. That's right. That's who I'm casting this for, 1993. Because you got to strike while the iron's hot. <laughs> Why do you think they took five months off between issues? They were getting the, the, the screenplay ready. Right. Here she has a fantasy about being strangled by one of the muscle men, and she just comes like a rocket. Yeah. yeah. It just There's no other way about it. That she's yeah. not. She she says at one point as she's like enjoying this and saying that, uh, you know, devour it and that she could feel this way forever. She straight up says the swarm, the throb shakes me where I join inside. Hmm. She's squirting uh, purple jizz from her nose. Yeah, she's gonna squirt a couple guns of herself. Those are gonna, right. those are gonna sting coming out. And everyone's just like, oh, I hear that's mostly pee. <laughs> that's gross. So yeah, she kind of collapses in agony, and then I guess we not get, agony, or, or she comes super hard where her legs stop working. They're shaking. It, isn't it all kind of the same, really? <laughs> right, right. Uh, it get things get a little foggy when we get right? in that area. That's right. Being a human's weird and <laughs> and, and problematic. Yeah, yeah. I don't care for it. That's why I'm trying to get that robot upgrade. I'm gonna get that cane upgrade. That's right. You gotta go MGTOW, go yeah, monk, that, that, and stay yeah. out of trouble. That guy doesn't have any weird emotional conflicts. Where'd you get that bag of red pills? <laughs> I've said that so many times, I don't care. It's so yeah. fucking funny. So then we get her flashback, and I guess she was exiled from a, her tribe for being a criminal, but also she's the greatest among them. Right. I think that was, she was the greatest among them, and then she murdered somebody, and now mm. she's not. That's Whoa. how I feel. Like, I'm, like I, got, I got kicked out of the tribe, but I am the best one. So, yeah, the tribe of humanity, for sure. You're on the fringes. This brings up something that I have noticed in 90s comics a lot. I think we all did if we were men of a certain age, is that all of the women who are even slightly attractive have giant exposed nipples at all times. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a Jim Lee cover. It is. So this tribal woman who is banishing uh, the, the lady that we're talking about, we never get her name, uh, we, we do, but at the end, she's in tribal gear, but she's wearing like a sheer gown and you can see her giant tatties coming right through. This is for uh, boys who are 12 in the 90s to masturbate with. To th- like to this, like, you, this one lady, why does she need to look like this? Couldn't she look realistic? So you can masturbate to it. That's why but they did that. That's incredibly confusing, masturbating to the tribal lady. Doesn't matter. Anything Messable. works. Messed up a whole generation. What do they call it? Any port in a storm? That's how it was yeah. back in the day. See, I, this, I remember I remember what that's like. See, this is why my pleasure and pain receptors got all switched up because of this shit. That's why you Seeing should uh, that's why kids are lucky to have internet porn now. They don't have to like warp their sense of what they find attractive by jacking off to like side boob in their comic books. I think the, the internet's doing a pretty good job of warping what people find attractive. I, I think at least like we, you could find things that exist in real life on the internet. Like <laughs> when, when, you're, when you're just confused and no one wants to explain to you about your yeah. own sexuality or what anything is, and you're just like beaten off to anything that makes your dick feel tingly. There should be an organization for young people to help shepherd them into healthy internet pornography habits. <laughs> right. Somebody's somebody's got to filter out like the 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 safe 
consensual good porn from that weird sketchy shit that we don't want anybody seeing. Do you think one day, like, uh, did you ever hear about kids getting chicken pox and the parents have chicken pox parties so that their yes. kids get it oh, super yeah. young? Is I that think, real? I don't yeah, know if that's, yeah, that's real. Re- that's probably real. Yeah. It, it, I mean, uh, when I was a kid, it was called, they sent him to school anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think one day when uh, teenagers come of age, that parents will organize, like, like a sex buddy for their kids. Like they know the parents Mm -hmm. that way they they know they're not getting in trouble and they're not doing anything unsafe. They just have a place where they can get it out of their system. You You think that we're going to get to that one, one day. You're saying that every child should find a fuck buddy. Yeah. 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 I, I actually, under the right conditions, we're not there now, but under the right conditions of society where we have evolved a little bit, uh, I could see that being a healthy thing to do. Because it's it sucks. No, then we end up with the age of consent being twelve. No, it's amongst no. no, it's amongst teenagers with each other. So, look, I'm not saying all the bugs are worked out. I'm saying there needs to be a healthier way to initiate children into sexual activity. I'm saying that in this scenario, the way you were talking about it, and the way that you know children kind of come and learn about their sexuality is much younger than fifteen. So, in order to learn about it in the safe ways and everything. You, that you're suggesting that it happen earlier. I don't. I I don't know what the right answer to this is. I'm not. I'm not saying we have to do it one way or another. I'm just saying like we should do something about horny teenagers making yeah. poor decisions because because the the parents have hangups. It's almost like if a comprehensive sex ed happened, it might help. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, as you guys know, of course, I was taught abstinence only, and uh, it's been the greatest decision of my life. So I tell you, we weren't taught anything. It was never brought up. You didn't have sex ed at all. No, we had wow. a health. We had health class, but they didn't talk about sex. Huh. What about yeah. puberty? Uh, that was glossed over. Wow, you missed out on one of the funniest moments in childhood. Is having to sit there with a bunch of your peers and watch sex ed movies from the seventies. <laughs> where your teacher is telling you you'd better not fucking laugh if you fucking laugh you're bounced out of this class and it's the hardest thing in the world to not do anyway so uh they banish her to the skin world uh for for i guess some crime killing someone i don't know and then we see her nipple for a second so shay as a woman uh is it it seems to me that in comic books any woman if they don't wear a bra they have the exposed nipples. But it seems to me like not every woman's nipples are prone to popping out like that. Like, that's that's just, that's generalizing. Uh, do we still have Shay's song? Because Vince, we're asking her yeah, a woman the say, question. Let, let, let's see if Shay can explain. Anytime Shay wants to femsplain something, I would play a little music. I'm a bitch, I'm a boss. I'm a bitch and I'm boss. I'm a shine like girls. I'm a bitch, I'm a boss. I've listened to that song in a while. Yeah. Uh, you are correct. Not every, not, not all nipples are prone to do that. Uh, Hashtag in, not all nipples. In, uh, if obviously they're being, you know, it's cold or, or, or sure. you, you know, there, there, there's some touchy feelies or something. I'm sorry, right. Charlie. Uh, oh. then, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so this is, un, this is inaccurate that all of these women, have nipples protruding these, from the clothing. These women are drawn with the male gaze. This is what yeah. the male gaze is, guys. Well, it looks like, uh, well, she's going to skin world. That could be pretty cold. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, I find the world pretty cold, don't you? All right, she's sitting on the floor and uh, she soaks it because she's thinking about fights. All right. Yeah, she's sliding around on the floor. <laughs> uh, well, she's uh, also, did we mention she's blind? Is she blind? 
All I know is, oh, yeah. all I know is, was her nipples. I would have known if, uh, if I, you know, eyes up here. So yeah, she lands in the skin world, which I guess is our world, and uh, she's just overwhelmed with uh, empathetic emotion. And she wipes out, tripping over and a pathic. fire hydrant. Ouch. Yeah. That, oh, that hurts. I've done that. And passion. Yeah. Uh, empathic. Empathic. Empathetic. Yep. That's where that that that's the root of that. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the same infinitive. Mm-hmm. Is it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Did I fuck up my grammar? Well, no. Like uh, uh, being uh empathic means you feel like well there's having empathy for people which is you imagining their feelings and being empathic where you somehow can sense how they feel right and so humans have this uh maybe okay so by the time you're in your 30s like should should i have that no because you can imagine how someone feels based off of your experiences as being a human oh. but empath- empathic means like you have a, a sense you have a, a, a sensory perception of it where you, it's like it's like a feeling no okay so emp- empathy is identifying mm-hmm. essentially em- being an empath is feeling it yourself yes. going okay. through those emotions yourself like, but you- i like, but I can I can just lie. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Most, yes. And, whew, most, okay. We're fine. So anyone who tells you they're empathic, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. Which is funny because you used to say that about yourself, Mike. I am. I'm a great judge of character for that because I, yeah. I my gut is usually correct when it comes to people. All right. Uh, so then our empath character, which I can't relate to at all. I'm sorry. It just you're, doesn't make you're, sense to me. Because you're a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she uh, does exactly what we saw last week in the Moonlight comic because she runs into the subway. All right. She just runs in that subway. Yep, yep. And here she and, and here there's like a robbery or an attempted rape and she makes him come to death. Yeah, no, this is absolutely an attempted rape because this guy has this woman, uh, she's terrified and he says, uh, I'm going to make it hurt and sometimes you like that, sometimes it's good. Yeah, Ugh. he's going to rape her. Ugh. Yeah, this is a rape scene. Um, and so she, uh, the, our empath character sees this and just annihilates him with like space jizz. Yep, his space, yeah. space jizz shoots out of him and he's just... Laying there quivering on the ground with semen leaking out of his eyes. And yeah, he's well, loving it. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is that she does build up and need a release to this energy. What yeah. if like his like uh, uh, his jizz just builds up in his body and bursts him like a balloon? That's the way to go. That's the way you want to do it. Like she controls his like brain and like makes it overactive. So right. There's also a giant camel toe on this lady in one of the Fuck camels. yeah, there is. Yeah, it's a yeah, big yeah. ass. Look at that thing. Damn. Well, she she also may not be human. I'm not sure. Damn. It's, it has, okay. has teeth. There is some sign of wedgie going on. Yeah. <laughs> it moves like uh, the alien Muppets. Yep, 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 Chewing up that latex. What are, sure. what are they called? The yep, yep. The, the or the yips or something. The Sesame Street yep. aliens are called yep yeps. That's what they're actually called. Or, or like yips or something, because that's what they say. Let's look that up. Let's see. Let's yep, look yep, that yep, up because yep, I'm gonna refer to this her. Is... I'm refer to her vagina as that for the rest of the episode. I I didn't need to know for sure where Mitt Romney was from, but I do need to know about the Sesame Street aliens. Yeah, well, what are they well, called? Uh, add yip, because that is at least what they say. Oh, well, Sesame this... Street Martians. That's they're what they're Martians. called. Yes, they're Sesame. They're Martians. Okay, yeah, the Martians. The Martians. Oh, sometimes, I'm sorry, sometimes you're right. Oh yeah, they're, they're Martians. Oh, okay. Sometimes called the Yip Yips. Right. We're, right. we're all right. Yep. The, ki- the kids. The, the like. kids are all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so this establishes that she's an empathetic, per- empathetic person who can transfer it into energy, and she doesn't like rapists. So, no. you know, well, no right. one does, yeah. except for Jeffrey. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, some people do. Uh, Bill Gates does. Apparently. <laughs> One thing this comic does in order to fill in space and such is 
for it isn't broken up in traditional panels and a lot of the panels are just double panels yeah well it's kind of cool yeah you'll see what shay means is like sometimes you'll see two panels and the second panel is like a continuation of the first panel Mm -hmm. sometimes that'll happen twice on one page it's like they were drawing this uh, and they were watching aeon flux but they're not as good yeah Mm. yeah it's it's aiming for something that it ain't hitting uh, so then we find out that she just decided to just live in the subway and just establish herself as a as a subway transient. And she like does she like is this like time passing? She eventually starts to dress as them, or she's able to like shape shift to look like one. Well, no, it's been a year. I so know, she but got like clothing. it did because but but then like she's still wearing that getup though. Yeah, she never underneath changed. underneath, so it's got stink. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Unless she doesn't sweat or anything. I wonder how, because she's in like a pile of homeless people and they're sleeping in the subway. I wonder if she keeps them up with all that yep, 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 sounds that's coming from her vagina. <laughs> uh, well, see, now there might be two different tags and now I can't edit it until I know which one you're going to do. I could do both. Yeah. And get that yep, 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 yep one in the, in the Dale Gribble one. I'll do both. All right. Doesn't have to make sense. Yeah, it doesn't have to make sense. It's comic books. That's comic books, baby. And so then we we come back to present day and we see that uh, Kane is in the subway as well for some reason. He's just because he's running, I guess. He smells now. Look, his hat, his hat's messed up. His MAGA cap is broken. Right. All the the MAGA fell off. Well, we know that that's how we know it's not a genuine MAGA cap because the real ones are I have fine stitching. All right. So we know that the 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 empathic psychic alien woman is from another world, right? Mm-hmm. And the only thing she's done so far is she showed up on earth or skin world uh she goes right. to a, she goes to a party where she pisses off the owner and then uh-huh. go and decides to go and live on the streets and uh-huh. but now there's a, a wanted poster for her for something right there's a wanted poster or that a says, missing you, poster a missing poster says have you seen this woman Rhonda jones who bears a striking similarity to our uh, empathic lady oh so like that no that could be real yeah yeah, it could all be fake, or maybe it's like a body merge. Who knows oh, what happened? Oh, I all right, I see, I see. I mean, I'm sure Kane issue three is going to come out any day now, and then we'll, we'll get some more answers. Here, it looks like he looks very cable big. Well, yeah, he's he's been eating a lot. He's on the run. He's eating fatty foods. Oh, right, because you can't like you know have a fridge with like broccoli. Yeah, so he's just eating donuts all the time. You ever been in the subway? That's your option is Dunkin' Donuts. You think that would be painful gaining weight when you have cybernetic implants? Well, I assume they have like hydraulic struts that expand. That's another thing. Like if he's on the run for a whole year, who's oiling that shit? Wait, are you talking about where it looks like he has some like Rob Liefeld uh, chest going on? Yeah. He's opening his coat there. But he also oh, looks I, a little, he does look a little bulkier looks a in general, little bulkier, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, how's he getting bigger if he's a robot? Yeah. Mm. It's mean, like, like, draw him more like Cable. He doesn't look Cable enough. Make it better. I think they thought people were going to be so into this that they could, like, figure it out later and they could string things along. Bob, but you re- Bob yeah. Kane standing behind the artist. Make it bigger. Yeah, put, now put my fucking name on that. Yeah you, yeah, you put it down in the corner. Yeah, in big letters. Yeah, that's gonna be my Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be me talking shit about Bob Kane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Steranko once gut punched him at a, nice. at a convention, I believe. Yeah, nice. Bob uh, Kane. I'm, Bob Kane. Yeah, yeah. Good. Steranko gut punched him uh, on Bill Finger's behalf. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. 
Yeah, so I guess he's still hiding in the subway, and uh, the empath can feel how uh, upset he is. And so I guess she ends up defending him by knocking out the guards who are following Kane. And she just goes, Yeah, she's got some Black Canary powers now. Yeah, and and Mm. she's being propelled forward by the Martian's uh, Muppets sticking out of her ass. Yep. And then Kane sees a woman, so he decides to super peacock, and he lets out all of his robotic parts come flying out at once. Right, he's like, look what, I br- look what I bring to the table. <laughs> look what I got. I'm a High go- value. Look at it does right. look like there's a dildo there. <laughs> yeah, he does have a dildo. Look, on his shoulder. Like, yeah, like, yeah, he, he sprouts oh, a dildo. Yeah, he just, oh, my God, little he does. guy, it's 14 inches. I thought you meant the laser gun on his shoulder. No, yeah, no. He, he definitely has a fucking a cock implant in his arm. Well, clearly his superhero name should be the Sibian instead. That's right. He's yeah. That's exactly what he is. Yeah. And and he had and he got to have the Sibian in cable lettering, and that's another T-shirt. <laughs> yes. Oh man, we could probably get away with that one too. Right. Oh. Yeah. Once okay. we make uh, all bands are great. Is uh, that what you all, said? Every band is great. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, that's we'll, have, we'll just have to have the Sibian have to have one glowing eye. Yes. <laughs> Very cable esque and. Uh, the other one is the uh, the the whatever pinko. What was that one? Uh, the erotic pinko. The erotic pinko. Which, which is me. That's gonna be my yeah. shirt. Uh, none of these actually have anything about the podcast on them, though. But no, because we because we can't profit from that. Yeah, we'll put them in our T Public store. Although, I, if we do just spell it one word, Dark Side Scout, I think we'll get away with it. Yeah, yeah, maybe we get away with it. I mean, look, look, Warners, we're just trying to just break even here. We're just trying to break even. Come on, dude. Quit being the way you are. It's kind of free promo. I know you don't want to be associated with this, but it's still free promo. Uh, They may, hey, look at the R-rated movies they're making. We're pretty not safe. Like, well, they shouldn't care about that. I think think that that started to soften up because you see a lot of, like, obviously, like, all of Twitch is built on playing games and, you know, broadcasting yourself, playing a, 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 an IP that is protected by a company. And the company, the game companies are like, yeah, sure. You can absolutely do that. I'll tell you what's but fucked the up. The music about- companies will mute them out. Yes. I was just about to say, yeah. like, if you're a big streamer, yeah, you can't use the music in the actual game. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Uh-huh. Cause I don't sit around watching people play video games. I got Kane comic books to read. Well, just in normal music too. It's not just video games. Like if you use wow. music, you need to use non-copywritten. I think oh, some yeah. band played it and they Metallica. Metallica. I got their, their their live set muted on Twitch. Did, yeah. Did you see that cops are now like when people record them, they'll just play like Taylor Swift on their phone so that you can't upload it to YouTube. Right. Yeah. That shit's going on. That's that's what uh, uh, Vimeo's for. Fuck it. Yeah, you can put it on Vimeo. Da- you can like distort it. Yeah, there's always a workaround. These fucking boomers think that YouTube is literally the only place to put up video. No. I've watched that video. I've watched the video of the cop playing the Taylor Swift. How the fuck did I see that? Anyway. Could, yeah. Couldn't uh, they just choose not to prosecute those ones? Uh, it's uh-uh. like it's like an algorithm. It's not well, about- I'm saying they might get pulled off, but then like they might get put back if a human being sees it it's, or whatever it's pretty hard for like once because there's no one really man in it it's just like it's just an algorithm looking for specific things and like and there's like and, and, they, and they go through millions of videos a day and they're mostly looking like they're only really concerned about people posting like child pornography mm. and stuff yeah all right all right we gotta get through this well, there's a lot of talk about child pornography in this episode and i'm profoundly uncomfortable uh for a book that has nothing to do with that 
Well, this guy is a Reaganite, and I think those guys are a bunch of chomos. And we have made fun of Q a lot, and there's that whole save our children thing with them. Yeah. Right? But yeah. you know what? That's weird, though, because, like, that's a, Q <laughs> and, that's a QAnon theory, right, that the government's run by pedophiles? Didn't the Epstein case prove that that's true? It's called a broken clock, man. It's going to be, they're going to be right. They've, they've had conspiracies about fucking everything. Apparently, uh, eventually one of them is going to be right. It's like, wait a minute. Clinton and Trump go to that island with Bill Gates? Like, well, wait a minute. Everybody went to that island because it was also an island. Like, they didn't necessarily go to the island. They flew on the plane, and the plane took a lot of politicians and people to fundraisers. So not every single person that was on that plane was a pedophile. And then he hangs himself in prison. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I am not defending Epstein. I'm not, I'm not saying there was not a pedophile island. And I'm not saying it wasn't conspicuous circumstances. I'm saying just because they were on that plane doesn't necessarily mean that they were aware or interested in that. Uh, it's like to fly for free. What's the big deal? Yeah, he's it. And that's how he got the economy back on track by making smart decisions about his money. Uh, I don't know, anyway. bro. I'm pretty convinced. <laughs> all right, all right. Moving on, moving on, moving on. So, uh, uh, Kane gets in a fight with these guys who are coming out after him, and then we get some sort of bits of backstory, I guess, that something like, I guess he has some history with these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't really figure out what it is. But, but he uses the uh, blonde secret agent as a human shield to protect himself mm-hmm. from bullets, because we don't yeah, know yeah. If, if Kane himself is bulletproof. No, I'm guessing he's not if he needed a human shield. Shoot a mm-hmm. robot and do a lot of damage, so I imagine... Well, know. he's got nobody to repair him anymore, because he doesn't seem to have a job now. It's true. Yeah, gotta send this guy some bootstraps to pick himself up. It's like the end of RoboCop 2. Yeah. So uh, so there becomes a big firefight, and it looks like all the guys are killing each other at this point. All the They're working on the same side, but they're having a shootout with each other, I guess. All right. He also, uh, uh, oh man, there's another Marvel comic character. He looks just like, uh, I think it's like random or something. It's a guy who has like big, like weird clay arms that are laser guns. And he's, <laughs> he's dressed just like Kane. I he's guess a, we'll have to look into him. He was another cable knockoff character. What was his name? Random or Rando? Uh, Chamber? We, well, I know ch- no, that's not Chamber. I know Chamber. I don't know. When we when we nuke the wheel and start again, we'll put we'll put that guy on there. We'll get him on there. Um. So then, uh, yeah. So this fight kind of ends. Uh, he says that uh, his ordinance is locks, cocks, and rocks. Nice. His ordinance sure. is his gun, and he says it's still locks, cocks, and rocks. That'll be on like the you- back of the Sibian shirt. <laughs> All right, so this firefight ends, uh, and then they go to arrest the empath lady, even so, though she helped Kane. I don't man, know why Kane is. Wouldn't Kane go to jail for killing people in a public place, and she didn't kill anybody? Well, she's she's going to jail for uh, public exposure from that cam toe. That's right. Yeah, you can't that, be showing that. And by that I mean, yep, yep. Female hysteria. She has to go to prison. Right. The guys, they got sprayer with a hose in the vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then Kane realizes, hey, wait a minute, this lady looks an awful lot like this missing lady I saw on this wanted poster, or this missing poster, Rhonda Jones. He's like, but what the fuck do I know? I'm a fucking robot. Yeah, it it hasn't been oiled in months. Right, but his eyebrow, his eyebrow is so pronounced, it can cover his glasses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his glasses are super recessed into his, into his sockets. Are those his eyes then? I think so. Oh, okay. I thought Mm. those were like nerd glasses, because the writer of the comic's like, I got glasses. (laughs) (laughs) And that's... That's how it ends. Uh, he's going to, I guess, try and grab this empath lady and uh, turn her in uh, so that he can pay his rent next month because he can't afford a home. Hey, he lives in Chicago a, and the rent's yeah, 1500 bucks. He's in Chicago and he's an independent contractor. It looks like I might be right because it says next just a gear freak from the Bronx. 
Oh, you're right. Oh yeah. Or you maybe the Bronx or, or maybe the bad guy is going to be a gear freak from the Bronx. Oh yeah, that's maybe. true. All right, uh, he, is, he is a mega guy. Those guys tend to be from the south. <laughs> I'm ready to be done with this comic book. What do we think of this? Uh, well, I didn't know how this was going to turn out because I couldn't understand what the comic book was about. Yes. But I'm going to give this zero stars because, like, <laughs> it just ripped off cable and did a really terrible job. Shay? Yeah, I feel the same way as Mike. Um, I'm going to give it a little bit of credit because I think like with Mike I couldn't understand what the hell was going on so there's a possibility it's smarter than I thought it was and I don't want to look entirely stupid by trashing it the entire way so I, I don't know two, two out of five exposed brains oh god yuck okay alright and that's yuck at your scoring not the not the sounds exposed pulsating brains that's fine um okay yeah okay we can not talk about this ever again sure move on from this one right. sure yeah right. want to talk about mm-hmm. what we're gonna do next week instead All Right. we're gonna do Kane the Wrestler <laughs> so they're compare and contrast like a like a seventh grade English essay. Hopefully it doesn't turn out like that Undertaker comic we did. <laughs> you mean awesome? Uh all right. So we're gonna spin the wheel. All right. Uh I think we'll spin the regular wheel because we gotta get some stuff off of this fucking list. <laughs> right, that, that'll do it. <laughs> One at a time we'll finally this is out of control. Sh- yeah. Um so we're gonna spin the wheel and uh for new listeners, we always uh listen to a little spinning music. Let's see what we got. What's wheel centric spinning music to spin to? Ah, some credence. Yeah, I had to have it. Yeah. It was only a matter of time till that came up. That was uh, the first band as a kid that yeah. uh, I obsessed over. You know how like you get your first one? Oh you, yeah, yeah. You find you have access to it, and you're, you think you're cool for liking it. Yeah. That was my dad's credence tapes. I mean, in fairness, for a band that was only around for like five years, they had like 40 hits. Right. And then yeah. Insane. And then he couldn't perform them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did have some legal issues. I, 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 I he's a good guy. I met him a few years ago. I worked his show. He looks the same. Yeah, you said that. We had this conversation, maybe on the show. We had this conversation that you said he looks the same, and I said that's interesting because I just watched his new video, music video, and he looks like he's a thousand-year-old mummy man. Maybe they just dyed his hair. I know he was, like, healthy and full. He looked like his son's brother more <laughs> so than his father. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll reach out to him. I'm sure he's a fan. John Fogarty, please send us a verification pic. Right. Or, or fans, send me some uh, pictures of your own of John Fogarty if you just want to draw them for me. <laughs> draw your own. Yeah, it's, a, it's our contest. Yeah, like can you draw episodes. John Fogarty fucking the Hulk? No, the thing. Oh. Was it, it was the thing porn, right? The person who, the person who draw, makes the best John Fogarty drawing gets a Sibian Dark Sides Couch t-shirt. <laughs> oh, we said it. We're committed to it now. That's why I'm going to make the next few episodes convoluted so we'll be able to cash <laughs> you in. Gotta, you got to put together all the clues, not just from this episode. Right, right. And then so the episode, the four episodes from now, we'll have it for it. But then we cancel the show. We cancel yeah. the show. We're only doing one more. <laughs> Let's find out what, what next one is. Well, what our last, last episode. episode. What's it going to be? <laughs> Captain America Captain. 378. I think I know what this is. Um, oh, I don't know what this is. I think I put this one on, and the reason I put this one on... You already, it was, it's up there. No, that's a different issue. There's a couple of Captain Americas. There's a few Captain Americas. 378, Jeez. number 14. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, she's right. Yeah, she's okay. right. And, oh, then it's maybe not the one I was thinking of. No, this is this is one that Mike put on. For, I, I take that back. This is a Mike. It says, Kingpin versus Red Skull underwear fight. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> this is another one. But let's look at the cover. We'll pull up the cover uh, oh, it looks terrible. Oh, that skull. Is it uh, crossbones? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah crossbones. Ar- artwork is awful. This could be neither like the of first them are in their underwear, though. 
Uh, Captain America is played by John Cena. <laughs> That's all superheroes need and to play. And Crossbones is played by John Cena. <laughs> uh, it's apparently a book called Streets of Poison, so I know what music I'll be playing. Yeah. And uh, some some by a band called Streets. Yes. Um, all right, I guess. I mean, I can't say I'm super excited about it, but you never know. It might be a great one. Yeah, I guess. I all guess. Right. That's, I, I don't I don't I, I don't remember. Why a good book I to go on. out on. This must yeah. have been another one that like, I picked years and years ago and just forgot about. Yeah, it's been up there for a while. It is one of the, the early entries. Okay, well, right. that's what we're doing. Okay. Come back for our final episode. All right, Captain America. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. Uh, Shay, you want to do some closing plugs? Get us out of here? Yeah. Uh, so grab your dark sunglasses and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And subscribe to us like a political ideology on Spotify, Stitcher, and any other podcast things. Yes. Maybe we need to figure out what those terms are. I don't Shay, know what those terms are. Shay, you did it for the Gipper. I did it for the Gipper. Probably going to talk about him a lot in our Captain America episode. I oh, mean, he God, does refer yeah. to Reagan as God pretty much. Oh, my God, yeah. That's going to that's gonna be going back to uh, our first Ronald Reagan appearance in the entire podcast was an old issue of Captain America. As much as I talk shit about Reaganomics, like my job is totally based around it. Yeah, yeah, all of our jobs are. It's Ronald Reagan's America, and we're just living in it. He did hate this country so much. <laughs> I hated this country so much. Overrun by all these pinkos. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's everything. Let's get out of here. Uh, anybody got any last things they want to add? Bonzo died in a fire. <laughs> that's why I hate this country. Shay? Uh, up is the not racist Gran Torino. <laughs> all right. Ta-ta for now, Christian Crusaders. I'll talk to you next time on The Couch. Kane. Yep, 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 yep